how, what was the diameter uh, in say inches of the butt? It plug? was the standard butt plug that you see, like when people have I mean, butt plugs are not a very conservative thing. But the most conservative version is it's like a tapered. It looks like a spade, you know, from from like a, from cards. Hello, and thanks for joining us on Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships. We hope you like our combination of frankness, outrageousness, and humor as we discuss the important issues of our time, like how to cure masturbation death grip, which we'll get to later. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. Happy holidays, Mike. Thanks, Keith. Happy holidays to you as well. Mm, so kind. Uh, so yeah. after a, a one-week special where we were offering $20 for any feedback we receive about the show. We've sufficiently drained our coffers, so I'm dropping it back down to $10. We're still eager for feedback, though. So just as a reminder, we pay 10 bucks for anything we receive at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Just let us know how you want to be paid, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, whatever. And rate and review the show if you really want to deliver us a holiday miracle. Um. I have an update on the anal situation. Are you ready? Oh yeah, this is going to be exciting. And you're referring to um, uh, your uh, uh, impending experience with anal sex. Yeah, uh, it is no longer impending. Is the update? Okay. <laughs> so uh, tell it. Take us. Take us through the uh, the details. <laughs> it's too bad we don't have the uh, the. It was with a woman, right? It was. Yeah. Okay, it's too bad we don't have the woman here with us to give her uh, bracing uh, description of the, of the <laughs> blow by blow. But yeah, we've uh, discussed having her on. Uh, she's interested in concept, so yeah, maybe we'll do. I'd that like soon. to but for I now. It's mind, just me. Yeah, I wouldn't mind spending ten to fifteen minutes talking with her about her anus. But but go on. Let, let's hear exactly how this went down. <laughs> um, well, it was a beautiful Tuesday. And I remember the weather was 55 degrees. Uh, was, I don't know, man. Was brown. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, I've, I've now had anal sex. My, my anal virginity is gone. Uh, Gabe, Gabe, yeah, Gabe. I think you can say, you can say more than that. Like, uh, I mean, uh, so <clears throat> what was the, I, I'll quiz you about it a little bit. What was the, uh, what was the procedure here? Was it like, um, I mean, obviously, this was sort of a big deal. And as an avid listener to the podcast, your girlfriend would know that this was, in fact, a novel experience yes, for you. So she was, was some sort of a was a big deal made out of it. Was it like, did you guys have a lot of chocolate to eat the day that day? Some, some, some brown <laughs> foods. <laughs> we uh, used the poop emoji a lot in our texts with each other. Uh, I think she was more interested in. Uh, doing it than I was, which I think is probably unusual. Um, okay. I mean, why? the why reason why. She, why? <laughs> um, yeah, like, how did she express this interest? Like, what was, you know, I mean, should she keep, she, like, was it the opposite of like the traditional or like the typical thing of like, you know, the, she was like, so you'd be in the, the, the doggy style position and, and she'd keep like kind of on your outward part of your thrust, she'd sort of move her body down in the hopes that you would <laughs> like accidentally penetrate tilting her, her anus. Tilting her hips in such a way that my, that? my anus, her anus is closer. She's like uh, trying to, I mean, how, how did you know she was so eager? I think she, well, I know she has had anal sex in previous relationships. She has communicated that she enjoys it. 
I haven't fully interrogated her about why. Perhaps we can do that if we ever on the show. But yeah, I'd like to do that. Yeah, and so she had, you know, suggested it many a time, and mm. I had turned down the opportunity for various reasons. It's just, it's never. <sighs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's sort of a strange thing, and it's not an obsession of mine, which is how I made it to forty-one years old without having had done it before. And I was sort of intellectually curious, but not desperate to sort of find out how it goes. So, did, but like, was, so was it like, was this a planned occasion or was it just sort of like on the fly you decided, okay, th- this time we'll do it. Like a, th- this time she asked and you said, okay, this is That's really it. not how this usually goes, by the way. It's not usually the woman. No, I really had begging. to be coerced. I know. Yeah. I, okay. I appreciate that this was unusual. Was she naked while she was coercing you? Well, the coercion wasn't just a single binary event. It was, you know, she'd suggested it many times in the past. And I and I think her efforts at coercion had been stepped up over the last month or so in particular. Why? Was that because of our conversations about it? Well, I think she just correctly ascertained that she was going to have to be more coercive if it, this was ever going to happen. Interesting. It, it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't going to so just it- happen across it. So, but but to the core question here, like, did you know going into this particular encounter that this was going to be uh, the trip to Browntown, or was it? Uh, I think know. we talked a little bit about this on last episode, maybe the episode before, where I was giving, uh, where I was handicapping how likely I thought it was going to be that I was going to have anal sex in, in the last in the next month, and it was sort of the thing where with every sexual encounter. You know, if I had to assign a score right before the sexual encounter began, the the probability that I thought I'd have anal sex in any given sexual encounter kept going up until eventually it got to one hundred. But like before before we started having sex that day, I wasn't I wasn't positive that it was going to happen. But but I mean, wouldn't isn't there at least some preparation that would be desirable, whether on her part a, or at least from your part of having like a lubricant available? Yeah, this this is a. Good question, and I'm considering how much I should reveal here. Uh, You're not going to tell me that you like gave her some sort of like anal, you irrigated her anus first, or her you cleaned out her rectum for her? Are you? No, no, it's nothing like that. Good. It's that I could notice that she was. Uh, she's a very enthusiastic eater. She really enjoys food. It's it's fun to eat with her, and I had noticed recently that she'd been more. Uh, conservative in her eating habits. And I kind of wondered if that was because she didn't want to feel bloated or have things going on in her, I mean, I guess this conversation's happening, have things going on in her colon that, uh, you know, might not happen if you eat less. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, uh, the food that would be relevant for that would be all food consumed, say, within the 48 or probably significantly fewer than 48 yeah. hours prior to your experience. But you're saying that she actually changed her eating habits well before that? I mentioned this to her. I mentioned, like, why skip, you know, an extra serving of cheese for a sexual encounter that's likely to happen in the next few hours? I mean, the, the cheese isn't going to have made it to your colon yet, right? It's still in your still in your stomach. And so, like, why does you that guys had this conversation? You had this conversation. I did. Yeah. What matters is your preparation in the you know twenty four to forty eight hours beforehand, right? Is that right? I think that's right. 
And she said, I think she sort of conceded the point, but also pointed out that we really, we really need to have her on for this. It's going to be great. But uh, she, she would say that certain overindulgence, overindulging will make her feel bloated or feel less ready to receive. All right. This is getting pretty gross, but like the, so, okay. So, so then you're saying basically in some sort of relatively spontaneous fashion, it came up in your encounter. Yeah. But I suspect she, I suspect it was less spontaneous to her than it appeared to me. Now, but I mean, for example, yeah, for example, she had lube with her. And who, who lubricated what? Uh, she lubricated her asshole and my cock. Ooh, got it. Got it. She did her <laughs> own. Uh, she she did everything. She was lubing everything up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I guess. Oh, actually, I, guess fine. I just now. remembered. I just remembered something else that is relevant. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, in the interest of full disclosure, I was not the most sober version of myself when this encounter happened, and so my actual recollection of it is 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 there but it's a little muted uh but one thing i remember is uh she had a butt plug with her and when you when say it, with her you mean <laughs> in her possession or actually in her anus <laughs> initially in her possession later in her anus how, how, what was the diameter uh in say inches of the butt it plug? was the standard butt plug that you see like when people have butt plugs are not a very conservative thing but the most conservative version is it's like a tapered it looks like a spade you know from from like uh from cards uh right and and it looked like that and it has you know of course it has a jewel on the end because i I guess that makes it more what a color was ladylike uh the butt plug itself i believe was pink and the and the jewel was like pink glass or plastic it's probably plastic Got it. And uh, okay. And so there was some part of your play that involved you or one of you jamming that into her butt. Yes. Her, if my she jammed it into her butt. Uh, I don't okay. know. If jam I mean, later word. placed. <laughs> I think no. I think there's there are verbs that go with nouns, and the verb that goes with butt plug is definitely jam. The okay. So so. So you, who, who had to, so it's like a, it's like a, it's like a jar. It's like, I'm imagining, um, like a jar of honey that needs to be opened by Winnie the Pooh. So who had to pull out the butt plug to then put in your cock? Who pulled it out? Yeah. Who I uncorked? don't remember. I suspect <laughs> too bad. it was me, but I don't remember. Okay. Don't it remember. sounds like there was no condom used also. <laughs> I would, I would rather not disclose that. Okay. Okay. So you put semen into her, into her rectum. That's cool. Um, I'm that, just going to assume that, the answer that cannot is no. Be, that, cannot be, that cannot be confirmed nor denied based on the information I've provided. No. It, it, well, okay. But, but it, it's, fa- it's safe to say that that was the final, se- final scene of the play that was your sex play. There was you in her anus. You didn't then go ass to mouth, ass to vagina. You finished Correct. in the ass. Right. Okay. So yeah. So give you, I mean, so the, the thing people really want to hear is like, here is your impressions. I mean, you've right. had a lot of experience with other orifices. Like what, what can you give people like maybe a 30 second, a review of the anus? 
I can, but it's going to be lame because my recollection is not great. And You're also, say it was it was good. It was, yeah, you know, it was it was good. It wasn't mind blowing. It didn't feel that different. I could actually imagine not. I could imagine someone making the mistake and not being certain that they had made that mistake. I'd I'd always thought that that was preposterous in the past when I like read it online, like oh, we put it in the wrong hole or whatever. But I now think that there is a certain set of conditions that could occur where you might be confused, where one might be confused. I think that, uh, that, uh, Keith, I'm sorry to say this, but I think that does reveal something about the length of your penis. Because one of the reasons why I disagree with that is that like, there are sensations to the, at the tip of your toward penis. The end, kind toward of the end. Bottoming out. Yes, bottoming out in a vagina that does like an, an anus feels like an infinitely deep vagina. So that's where I think there's a difference. There's a, there's a couple other differences. There's I think no, it, it, there's no pushback uh, when you're when you're balls deep in the way that there is in correct. shallow vaginas. Correct. Hmm. Um, okay, uh, and and the other question, of course, is like, okay, so she, you know, th- this is a little frustrating. I mean, I think you're going to need to do this again sober. But the um, the other question is like, I so she's to. super I mean, into it's it. It's on the uh, it's on the uh, to do list. Good. So she's she's she wanted this to happen really badly. Like, so was there something awesome that happened? What was the posi- the main position? Was it uh, were you facing each other? These are good questions. Were we facing each other? No. Uh, okay. So that so it was in the, the in the dog. No, as, I don't it think worked. so. <laughs> don't okay. And the question is like, did she really enjoy it? Like, was it was it was it like, oh yeah, this is totally worth it, or was it kind of like she, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, she wanted it. So like, was there something great that happened for her? I was talking to her the next morning and I was expressing disappointment that, uh, so yeah, our listeners probably don't know this about me, but when I drink and I don't really need to drink to excess, but even when I drink like sort of a a moderate amount of alcohol, my memory gets really, really, really hazy. And my recollection of her experience is not great. And of course she was like, oh, it was great. I was, I'm really excited. You know, we've done that now, you know, I'm looking forward to doing it again. That's what she said. But I think she's a very nice, kind person. She wouldn't, she wouldn't say otherwise. And so I I wish I could remember better what my impression of her experience at the time was. Right. And she's not going to say something you like, uh, yeah, you know, it's too bad. The, it's too bad. The butt plug was wider than your cock. Right, your right. Cock She's not going to be like, oh, your penis was so small. Like, this, is, this is just confirms yeah. everything I always thought. Like I was hoping anal would like <laughs> change things. Yeah, no, she's not going to say anything like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, I would like to ask her like what, I mean, this this business of women really being into anal is a little perplexing because it's like for a man, like there's this, you know, argument around prostate stimulation, but for a woman, like anything you're going to come up with other than just sort of psychological kind of you know, submissiveness is going to be like some kind of very oblique stimulation. It's like hard to understand why a woman would directly, would directly want that. I mean, cause yeah, yeah. I, I can understand way more why a guy would want it because it's like guys aren't typically penetrated. Okay. So it's like, yeah, something's penetrating me, but a woman, like, it's like, yeah, it's just like a couple inches different location. So it's like, really? I think there's also a like pain aspect Although yes. using lube and a butt plug can mitigate that to some extent. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we're replacing, you know, this conversation I think is going to replace our typical uh, porn viewing segment, but actually uh, one of the porn, I'd forgotten this, but one of the porn styles that I considered bringing up and maybe next episode we can do this is something called painal. You heard of this? P-A-I-N-A-L. Yes. I didn't, have you did, seen it? I've heard that word form? before, but I think I've just seen it used and <laughs> chuckled to myself a little bit. I haven't, I don't know. No, it's, is, does it describe an actual genre? Yeah, it's an, it's a, it's a thing you can look up on uh Pornhub. I've added it to our uh, list of topics actually for future episodes, because <laughs> I think it would be a cover. reasonable one to look at. Yeah. And it's basically like, Okay. So the, as always for me and watching these things, like the thing I don't like about it is I find that I'm a, I'm a bit of a connoisseur of the, um, panic responses of people or uh-huh. fear or, you know, these, these, these emotional responses, like a, a little bit of an emotional leech. I'm looking for the real response, which is why right. I like, I mean, we were talking about real seeming porn. We, we were talking about before we recorded, uh, the extent of some of that stuff that we, we <laughs> actually found a topic that we cannot repeat on the show but yes okay sure. yes, you do enjoy seeing uh consuming other suffering well i i i'm not sure if enjoy is the right word enjoy is like not the right I, word find interest it matters it matters to me whether it seems real or not and so mm-hmm. anyway the 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 premise of painal is of course that like the man the woman for whatever reason it's not typically like a a rape scene. It's not that, but it's that like, you know, she's capitulating to the guy's demand for, for anal and it's, it's painful for her. It hurts. And then it's, right. but of course, exactly. But of course the problem is that typically in these porns, like the woman is saying things. It just doesn't sound realistic. Like you're thinking to yourself, no, this is, she, she's not feeling anything. She's just like yelling it's, these nonsensical it, things. The, the acting is not, is not good. Well. It's incongruous with right. what they're purporting, exactly. uh, they're feeling. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, so okay. Well, yeah. All right. We'll watch one next week, and we can we can judge the uh, the acting quality. Sure. Sure. Uh, so we have a number of topics from Reddit to cover this week. Uh, maybe I should start with the one I teased in the intro, just to make sure we get to it. So this guy claims that he has cured death grip. Uh, Mike, can you remind our audience what death grip is? Yeah, death grip is something that afflicts both men and women. Uh, there should be a different name for the female version. I feel like I came up with a name at one point, but um, <laughs> I for, too, for I don't men, remember what it is. Maybe a listener can yeah, write in and remind us. It may come to me, but uh, for men uh, <clears throat> it's uh, when you beat off too much, like kind of holding your cock tightly. And so then it's like you, the more gentle stimulation of like a vagina or whatever is not enough. And and this often leads to like the guy just either not being able to orgasm at all, or like just taking like an hour and often like, look, th- this is part of, I think what's going on in porn when the guy like is getting a blow and has to pull out or like, uh, yeah, I mean like in any situation to porn, they, they typically pull out to nut. I mean, part of it's Viagra being in front of cameras, but part of it may be death grip. Anyway, there's an equivalent one for women. Uh, typically it's uh, a woman who learns to masturbate, like maybe pushing against pillows or something on her bed kind of squeezing between her legs or something and this it becomes hard for her to like i think get, also get there with other yeah simulation. i think also if they get used to the vibration motor of a vibrator the the sort of intensity of that vibration and the and the uh, the hertz of the 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 frequency of the vibration is sort of hard to reproduce from a man and so that's a great point keith maybe that's actually point. the more common yeah for, for whatever reason like you see it more on 
the various female only subreddits. They're female plus Mike. Uh, I'm there too. <laughs> women. Anytime you're in a space that's women only, just assume I'm there because <laughs> I, I am. I'm a I'm in the locker room. Boy, anyway, yeah. uh, so 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 uh, let's see. I uh, yeah yeah. Anyway, but the typical way you hear this is the pushing against things. Uh, but but the vibrator one's a great point. Like that, a woman could also have that uh, yeah. version of death grip. Okay. All right. Thanks for that intro. So this person says, uh, hello, throwaway account here. I'm a 23-year-old male, but wanted to celebrate getting my death grip issues resolved last night with my fiance of five years. Fiance of five years. He's 23. Maybe he means girlfriend. It's too bad. Yeah. Too bad. He should have some more experiences. I mean, imagine all the things that he could have been doing for the last five years. Anyway, all right. Not only was I giddy as fuck after, but it was literally the best orgasm I've had in my life. My favorite part was seeing her so pleased with herself as she had began to feel perturbed, thinking it was her fault when I couldn't orgasm. After I finished her, we laid there completely dumbfounded and gave each other a fist bump after I finished her. So here's another man who, whose uh, partner is orgasming after he finishes. All right. That's not what we're yeah, here to talk about. And he also said had began. Yeah. Some, some grammar issues and he's, he's mm-hmm. letting the, he's, he's nutting before the woman gets off. And that's just, <laughs> I don't know which issue is, is more a dollar. He's got everything <laughs> fucked up. He's got death, death grip. This guy should just start any, and he's getting, he got engaged at 18. Like what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. So I wanted to thank this subreddit too. Been lurking for a bit, but gathered some helpful insight from other posts. Found what worked best for me was cutting out porn slash masturbation for a week. Yeesh. I don't know if I could do that. Gently reintroduce with another hand slash technique (laughs) edge in the morning and attempt to to orgasm at night three times per week without any visual stimulation this has been an ongoing problem for years now but showed results after three weeks okay so all right he did he cut out porn masturbation for a week then he gently reintroduced with another hand slash technique now i don't know if he means another person's hand or his same hand but he's now you know stroking differently it's definitely his his hand and he's he's using a different technique he's trying to like he basically uh, reading between the lines here like he you know death grip he was holding yeah okay all right so he's using a, a, a different grip if you went from forehand yes. to backhand or something uh then he <laughs> yeah. said he edged in the morning what does what okay so he he begins masturbating with his new backhand grip he gave himself blue balls is what he did okay yeah, and then attempt to orgasm at night three times per week without any visual stimulation. Okay, all right, I see what he's doing here. All right, so he's he didn't masturbate for a week, and then he began masturbating again with this weird no no visual stimulation. He would edge in the morning, but not get himself to to, to orgasm. And this then doesn't sound, sound like fun at all. Orgasm at night. Yeah. Uh, but showed results after three weeks. Can't wait for more. Hopefully, it keeps getting better. Um, it's just uh, this is just this is just a consequence of like a fucked up society. It's like, look, if instead, if instead of this, his solution could have been like saying, uh, let's say, let's say all like happy ending massage parlors were legalized, he could have simply gone three times a week and got a massage from some woman who would like beat him off with like lube and like a gentle grip. Mm-hmm. It would have solved it too. It would have just been a lot more fun, but no, he has to go through this crazy bullshit because he can't, you know, because, uh, yeah, you know, he's going to like write a book about the specific 10 step program to get, oh, no, I'm, but grip. I'm complaining about, I'm complaining about the fact that like men, men's, 
men's like solutions to men's look the solution to men's sexual problems usually is just having an orgasm in one way or another but you see like that like the one thing you can't do well there's like three things you can't pay someone for and this is one of them and i'm complaining about that i mean yeah i've never had an issue with death grip but it seems like there's sort of two problems here the first is this visual stimulation component and the second is the physical stimulation component and here he's addressing I bet both you, look look keith you have a problem with the visual stimulation component let me let me give you a tip for sure for sure right. yeah, i mean okay. i love so that is yeah and yeah, so i think one. i i i tire of uh repeat sexual partners after some point sooner than most and that's got to be a visual thing it's not that they're like vagina doesn't feel good anymore i don't i don't have that problem it's actually uh you you you're entering the next phase of your life which is when you tire after partners like four sessions after you first have anal with them Uh uh-oh hopefully that doesn't happen Um, fingers crossed here knock on wood yeah yeah, I mean, but I think I think to be fair, here, here's what I'll say about that. You're saying you don't have a problem with death grip. Let, let me ask you this. In a typical, let's say, con- no, no condom vaginal sex session, mm-hmm. let's say you wanted to come quickly. How yeah. fast do you think you could come? Just your dick in the vagina. You're not allowed to like pull it out and beat off on it. I think it's actually bimodal. Like I think when I first get in there, I have to get over this little cliff. And if I'm not careful... I'll, I'll come quickly. And then there's sort of like a, a, a long trough of arousal. It's not, that's not arousal. It's a long trough of closeness. I'm not that close to orgasm. And then, and then like, as time goes by, it starts going up again. So I actually think you said something insightful there, which is that like, so what, what do you think that for? So let's, I'm actually more interested in the, the second version, but let's just talk about yeah. the first one for a second here. Yeah. The f- so right at the beginning, I usually think that's because of a relative, uh, sorry, ladies, but a relative lack of lubrication. I wonder if the friction's better. Yeah. So I've, I've uh, this as opposed to it, it might be a little tighter, but I actually think it's just purely that like you're, yeah, like getting a lot more sensation, I mean, but let's, let's, it's also, ahead. it's also, um, like the human body has, various different systems and some of the systems are sensitive to the state and some of the s- systems are sensitive to the change in state. So the nose, for example, when you enter a flower shop, you notice the change in smell. It smells very good. It smells like flowers. You notice that for like your first like five breaths and then you don't really notice it anymore. Your body sort of normalizes it. So it, your your nose notices like the change in state. It could be that your penis is sort of the same. Like when you first enter, it's new. Uh, there's the the excitement of being there, and uh, you know, but after a while, it's it sort of gets used to the new environment. I'm not sure, but I don't think it's just that the friction and wetness is different, and or, or tightness. It, it could some of it is that, but I think also the the newness and the the excitement of like first entering someone enhances arousal. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable supposition. But let's, yeah, that, let's talk about the the like. So for the second part, after you've gotten across that, I'm assuming that like hump only takes like under a minute to get over. Typically, the newness hump is that right? Yeah, I think a minute sounds like the right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, once I you get over right. the minute, what is the fastest you think you could uh, get the get the old nut out? 
I mean, it depends if it's a new partner soon, but I think it's fast. I think it's fast, but it depends on how recently I've masturbated too. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe you don't have much of a death grip thing like that. That's like, like, um, yeah, once you get into that, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that would be the question. It's like, it's like, if it's, if it's, if it's like one minute after the one minute hump, that's pretty fast. But if it's yeah. like, if you're like, hi, huh, it would take me at least seven minutes, then that's starting your, your 10 or yeah, 15. I don't, know, you know. I don't think I've, I don't think I much have the classic death grip problem for better or worse. You have the opposite, the premature ejaculator problem. Yeah, but I, I think I, I think I can manage it. I don't think it's something that affects my partner very much. Although hmm, hmm. I've, I've thought it could be fun if you could get a partner to sign up for this, and I, I'd be even embarrassed to ask a partner. But you could, you could play a game where, like, I, I am curious how many orgasms I could have in a single day, and it would be if, if I had a partner that was gung-ho on this project it would be fun if she would let me use them to figure out how many times i could and importantly i don't yeah so you don't want you you want your sex sessions to be as short as possible so that you can get back to refracting as quickly as possible (laughs) well i mean i think i think unfortunately keith uh well maybe fortunately depending on the way you look at this the way to you would in order to maximize that number, you would absolutely have to engage uh, the Coolidge effect. Yeah, I right? know. And the Coolidge effect would require uh, the Coolidge effect for our listeners is the fact that um, even right very close to orgasm during the refractory period when you're not really yeah, excited, if a new yes, if a new woman like who's ready to have sex shows up, men actually this is not a thing that like most men get to try out. <laughs> maybe like the pharaoh or like bruce springsteen or something right but like but you're able to get an erection and be aroused very quickly thereafter apparently and so yeah the way you would i think the way you would absolutely maximize that number would be if you had say a list of 50 women or 30 women who were each willing to come in to the room you know one after another and then uh offer you sex do you think uh well, do you think that the right strategy is to stack up as many orgasms early in the day as possible, or is it better to spread them out throughout the day? It's if, impossible if for me trained. to think about. Oh, well, it depends on whether I could engage the, the Coolidge effect. If I could do that, it probably doesn't matter. The other way, like, I mean, I think I would have to spread them out because I don't think that... Uh, oh, because the Coolidge yeah, effect I mean, isn't maybe. actually... I mean, you can sort of simulate the Coolidge effect by um, maybe a couple months before this project, spending a week collecting some really great porn stuff you know you like, and then nah. you know you have to let some time go by so you sort of forget about it. No, it's really hard, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah. first, a couple things. One is that like there, like the there's some sort of ratio between the value of a new porn and a new human. And it's gotta be like I know, a thousand I to one or something. Yeah, and the second know. one is okay. that like, <clears throat> if I've seen the porn, then it's no longer novel. Right. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. Uh, so then this someone else has dance. I, I still would remember it. Like my memory as most men's, I think for, for this stuff is really strong. Okay. Mine is too, but I can <laughs> forward project whether I think I'm going to like a porn just by watching, you know, 
just by watching it for like 20 seconds. But all I have to do is see the woman and then she's no longer novel. It's an interesting, I think it's a worthy objective Look, all, here to try. All to of like, these things are considerations. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're arguing around the edges here. I think you, um, I think the trick, the trick here is, and I think this would be an absolutely worthy thing to investigate, uh, is if you could get your girlfriend to be willing to have sex with you and then have a friend come in, it's like a threesome. It's a different style of threesome. I think that would be a worthwhile thing to do to, to actually test out this effect on your own cock. Or maybe you have sex with your girlfriend twice. So you're really kind of pretty fatigued and then have the other girl come in. Yeah. I mean, the issue isn't going to be on the first couple orgasms. It's going to be, you know, on f- you know four plus. That's when you really need the the extra oomph. Oh, I, I hear you. But I think it would be uh, separate from like the trying to max out the number per day, which is less interesting to me because I know that like number like seven <laughs> isn't going to feel good anyway. But I think yeah. it would be, I think it'd be compelling. Like if you were looking for some sort of like a, a Christmas present or a birthday present that your girlfriend could give you, like there's the canonical, like the typical, like threesome, but this is actually a more YMMV version of the threesome where it's like, Hey, I'm going to do some research here. <laughs> uh, so you get, you have the sex with your girlfriend and then the other party partner comes in af- right after, like she gets a text or something comes in and then you can see the Coolidge effect. You can have the experience of it. I, th- I think it would yeah, be really hard. cool present. It would be a nice gift. I think it would, it would be hard to convince this third that, uh, they're going to come in. Uh, the man may not be able to get aroused cause he just had an orgasm. I mean, hopefully he will cause of the Coolidge effect, but you know. Women, uh, I, I th- women I can be very scientific, sell. Keith. Women can it be can very be. scientific. They can be. Like I think, like, and honestly, here's the other thing: the woman wouldn't have to like have PIV sex with you. She just needs to come in and disrobe and like be interested. That's an interesting thought. She's just yeah. there to basically provide visual stimulus. Although knowing that might make it less stimulating. Well, you don't know that, right? It's been set up by your girlfriend. No, I know, but whatever. But- when I'm when I'm actually having the sex, I guess it would presumably would be with my girlfriend at this point. I think that I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that if let's take the following two situations: one, you're having missionary sex with your girlfriend, and you have an orgasm, and then the second one is you're having missionary with sex with your girlfriend, but there is a, another girl there, right, who has her top off and she's rubbing your face in her boobs. I think in right. the second one, your orgasm quality would be like one or two points out of ten higher. Yeah, just from those boobs in your face of another woman. Yes. Everything else being equal. Yeah, this is what you should. I agree. Exactly. But so it's like, so you're getting is, a lot yeah, of- Yeah, but Mike, the question is, how much higher would it be if I was actually sleeping with that person? The second woman? Yes. I think not much higher. I actually Whoa. think that, I actually think that, I think that you get most of the value of a, th- of, 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 of like a, another partner. By the physical presence. From that. Not necessarily yeah. the difference in vagina sexu- feel or whatever. The sexually, in- yeah, 100% from the sexually interested presence. Like she's just sitting there like wearing a suit, like- with a notepad or something that's less compelling. Although even that's kind of compelling to yeah, be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. But like, but like, yeah, no, if she's, if she's uh, naked or largely naked and sort of like engaged or interested like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you, that's the other thing is like when people like talk about a threesome, it's like, I don't think you have to like go that far for the guy to get almost all the value out of it. Sure. Anyway. But you're dropping the value to basically zero for the third. No, because it's because for her, it's like not a big deal. It's like, she's just like, she doesn't <laughs> just 10 like, minutes out look, of her day. Look, he's like, women don't have, have sex. Yeah. The only, okay. Look, so, I mean, okay. The only, the only real value a woman gets out of an MFF threesome is getting to have lesbian sex with the other woman. Like she doesn't like go. no woman. Are you going to disagree? No, I'm not. 
but that's because we've okay. covered this yeah. crap so, so no many woman, times. No woman's can, like, yeah, my my fantasy, my fantasy is to be in a room with a pair with a couple, you know, like a committed couple, and like have sex with the guy. Also, it's like. Yeah. Who would have that fantasy as a woman? It's really hard to imagine. Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of, because think about it, like how she feels the next day. It's like, she's like, oh, well, that other girl gets to be with okay. the guy and I'm, I'm not like going to offer, I'm not going to offer a strong defense here. I think some women would argue that they do like the brief period of sexual stimulation that a man can offer them. Yeah. No, you're, you're basically saying that some women like sex. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, they do. But like, it's much less compelling if it's like a one night stand. That's like pretty much a hundred percent obvious right? from people who've interacted with women. And it's, uh, <laughs> and, and like, it's like, how can you make a one night stand worse? Oh, here's an idea. Uh, he's actually with the other woman that's there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. So I think that for women, like the most yeah, but, compelling element yeah, but is a definitely super, the- A super sex positive woman would say, uh, those situations are actually more analogous than you think you're, because they're just there for the sex. So whether there's another woman that can make it a little bit more interesting or whether it's a one night stand, they, they're already not that disinterested because they're just there for the sex. Uh, uninterested. Wait. Uh, so you're, I'm, I'm going to reject the, the notion <laughs> of a woman being just there for the sex. I'm going to just go ahead and reject that as being I under, a category. I, I understand. I understand your opinion on this. I'm just, yeah. I'm even par- a man, I'm even for a man, a super sex positive woman might say, yeah, even for a man, it's a little hard to just, just 100% be there for the sex. Like that's even for a man, that's like a little weird because it's kind of like sociopathic, but for a woman, that's really weird. Yeah. Like there's usually some other dimension to an encounter. Fine. I agree. So I agree. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to cure death grip, uh, you can find this guy's post, which will be on our show notes. Yeah. Uh, this person says, sometimes my penis gets way bigger than it normally is. A little like context this. here. Uh, I'm 26. I'm a 26 year old male in a super healthy relationship with my other half, 25 year old female. And oh, geez, he's already that's, calling. That's how you know it's guy? healthy. That's how you know it's healthy when they <laughs> say my relationship's healthy. Man. And even though we yeah. haven't, it, you know, he'd probably show this to her. And, you know, so he had to like Good. carefully choose his language to not demean her. And even though we haven't yeah. been having that much time to have sex lately because of our jobs, ooh, it's not great either. People make time to have sex when they want to. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait. Are you, are you going after the sex or the fact that they have jobs? <laughs> I make mean, both sound lame. To okay. be honest. Agreed. Uh, agreed. I just want to be clear. I don't believe that they're not having sex because they're busy. I think it's something else. Uh, when we get the chance to stay together for a day, it is always amazing and we enjoy it a lot. Yeah, he's really overselling, huh? Uh, I have a normal penis while erect. It gets to something around five to six inches max. <laughs> like he doesn't know if it's five or six. That's, that's also <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Every single man asshole. knows knows it like to the, yeah. to the 16th of an well, inch. My, my, my cock is between three and nine, <laughs> nine inches long. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, oh boy, when I'm really excited, things significantly change in a better way. I don't actually know what might have happened yesterday, but I couldn't even get it into her because of how hard and again, significantly bigger it was rather than the other normal times. She noticed this and told me as soon as we were switching positions and I noticed it too. It was way better. It was greater. It was more exciting for, for the two of us. I'm writing this post to ask if you guys, if this has ever happened to you. And if it has, is there any way to let it happen more frequently, like controlling? Even though it might <laughs> so wait, not wait, be the best wait. word for it, so he wants. So his question is, how do I make my cock bigger? 
Yes, <laughs> that's his. Yeah, the hardness okay. of your penis, which would result in slightly improved sizes, just a little bit made and makes the difference. I'm generally always excited, and my girlfriend really turns me on. But sometimes it's different. I would like to genuinely know your opinions on this, and no, I am not showing off or something like that. Thank you for your time. Uh, no, he's not. He's not. Nothing about this post spo- said showing off to me. He, 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 <laughs> like he has his a penis he has is, a, is is five point zero 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 inches. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's yeah it's a, it's it's a set go with in, including these numbers. Four point five. It rounds up to five. He's he has a small penis. He, he does uh, say has a around who's five too busy, six, which, which implies hear, yeah. possibly below five. And he's super excited that like <laughs> the one time his girlfriend would have sex with him. He found a position where his penis got slightly larger. I'm pretty jealous. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Sorry for reading this. this is clearly a boast. Uh, why? Uh, okay, my penis does not materially change size. Like it's sometimes it's harder than others, but like it doesn't. There's no like material difference in length or girth. I don't think. Uh, I don't. I can't. Um, so mine. I. I. I think I. I feel like I remember, and I might even have reported this on the podcast, like doing some measurements at different uh, different points in the uh, arousal stimulation process, process to try to figure yeah. out. And I think it did get like a little bit longer. It's hard to measure like with like enough precision for it to matter. It certainly wasn't right. like more than a quarter inch different. Um, but I have noticed like there is this effect that I have noticed, and it's particular to positions where your penis is below your body, which is most positions other than like sitting in a chair masturbating mm-hmm. oh no i guess if the woman's on top anyway in, in, where, where it does seem a bit bigger and i always ascribe that to like blood flow like you know it basically like yeah there's just more blood in there yeah so I mean, like, look, it, 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 yeah the top the top response is bad bl- blood flow do more cardio <laughs> another response eat beets for the nitric oxide you want good blood flow another one says cock ring would weird. probably work i think what's going on is this guy doesn't normally get or doesn't always get fully erect and when I was a kid, yeah, I put a rubber band around do. my cock. Yeah, that's basically a cock <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go well. It, like, it, it, I remember deciding that was a mistake. And Have I you ever worn a cock ring? No, because of that experience with the rubber band. Yeah, it didn't. It looked weird afterward. Like it's like the. It looked like I had varicose veins in my cock or something. This was when I was like fifteen. So I was like, "This isn't." I, I stopped doing that. I I experimented with cock rings for a little while. Uh, That's because you are insecure about your penis length, right? No, Mike. I am a I'm a scientist. I want to understand what the different uh, realms of sensation are as it pertains to sex, and so I decided. Wouldn't you? So I have a question though. When you I know I know that you were doing it to make your penis longer. Uh The um. So let's just assume that that's the case because it is. (laughs) The, um, you can the, make that assumption. So, I, I'm not conceding that point. Go, continue. Is there like an opposite of a cock ring that I could use to make mine shorter because it's too long? But uh, anyway, the, the um, yeah, alcohol. Well, then it's just not erect. Yeah, well, uh, but, but anyway, the, the hang on the, the uh, wouldn't the presence of the ring basically cut off like half an inch effectively because you can't put the ring in? Does the ring go inside the chick? Right, the woman, uh, the lady. This is an excellent question. Female. There are there are two ways that people wear cock rings one is they put it around their shaft and and slide it all the way to the bottom the other is they put it around their shaft and scrotum um and i've never tried that but 
That seems like it would hurt because it would make your nuts. I, I've, I've seen this in porns, by the way. I've also seen the porn just so people don't send it to me where the guy puts his cock in the woman's vagina and his balls in her ass. I've seen that porn, so don't send it. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, okay. So so you're going to argue that the cock ring that goes around the nuts and the cock it doesn't doesn't block that up might be as part of the reason, but still you have the problem with, of the ring on the top of your shaft, even in that circumstance. Yeah. Uh, the ring you itself. You could just instead put an ace bandage around the whole thing and sort of tighten that down. It would make your, it would make it a little rough. <laughs> uh, yes, it would. No, the, the what the ring does. Mummy, mummy style. You could fuck mummy style. Okay, it go also, on. It also acts as a cock sleeve in that case. Yes, it gives you a little extra girth. Uh, <laughs> right. I just, I just, I just want to fuck. I just want to fuck the ace bandage. <laughs> Here, honey, just lie there. Um, so I did a little research about cock rings uh, back when I was in my experimental days. Uh, apparently, it restricts blood flow out more than it restricts blood flow in. So you end up with a net more blood flow in your penis. And yeah, people like it because it helps them maintain their erections. Um, and, I see. Uh, you know, it can also make things more sensitive. I didn't like them. It's it's a little bit like if you if you wear like... I don't know. Like, have you ever, I don't wear any jewelry, but you know, sometimes I'll like try on like a friend's ring or something. And even if I just have a ring, that's a little bit too tight around my finger, even just for a few moments, I start feeling sort of anxious. Um, I just don't like the feeling sure. of like blood restriction anywhere in my body. Yeah. Um, you can get it. It's like, it's like that TV show, uh, my 600 pound life. Those people are constantly getting like parts of their body stuck, <laughs> stuck in things. Right. Yeah. So can't, can't relate there, but yeah. Good analogy. I mean, the other thing is, <laughs> the other thing is when you wear a cock ring and you orgasm, because there's, you know, some restriction into your penis, it just, yeah, it just the, the orgasm feels kind of weird. Anyway, I didn't like it. Oh, really? It. Can you yeah. describe that more? How does, how does, I'm interested in that, in Where does the, uh, what is, what is the tube that, that brings the semen into the shaft of your, of your penis called? Do you remember? The urethra. Well, that's what the semen comes down. But what's what's the tube that like brings the semen from your? I, this, oh, is no. getting, this, this is getting. This is going to be bad. Bad quickly. men's anatomy. Let's hear the bad, bad <laughs> yeah. men's anatomy, kid. Okay. So wait. Okay. Where is the semen stored? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, semen I'm is composed you. I'm not, of multiple. I'm not asking. You're talking. You're you're talking about the prostate, right? Well, does it go from the balls to the prostate? This is this is really embarrassing. Okay. The testicles produce the semen, right? No. So the, yeah, this is. I had another friend that talked about this <laughs> once, and, and he, he had this mis, mis, misapprehension. And I was like, "Look, I mean, it would be cool if this was how it worked, but no. If it worked that way, then like when you after you nutted, your balls would be all deflated. But they don't, right? I mean, they're sort of solid. No, I don't think they're uh, stored there. Well, I don't know if they're. You stored just said there. okay, yeah. So the so the, the sperm cells are produced that like testicles. make babies. Yeah, that's yeah. why you can have a vasectomy where they just mess around with the little tube in the okay. But the seminal fluid the, that's is produced prostate. somewhere else. That's okay. That's produced in your prostate. Well, and then, I don't know if it's produced. It might be stored in the prostate, but that's but it's it's in that general vicinity. Okay. And then there's tubes that connect the testicles to the pro- prostate to and deliver then, that. And so they and then subsequently the prostate to the urethra. Correct. And and actually, interestingly, there's an interesting piece of information that I can give you. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> the result of this will be that for the next like. 10 years when you masturbate, you'll think of me at this moment each time. Uh, 
This is why I like you... giving people bed sheets for their as a wedding gift, because then every time oh, they have sex for forevermore on those sheets, they'll think of me. You have to give them ones that have like a particular design on it that like somehow reminds some of you or something. If it's just white, that's not going <laughs> to monograph with my initials. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so 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 like there's this moment they call it the moment of orgasmic inevitability. I don't know if women have this experience. Uh, I think they don't. Um, but it's basically this moment, like when, as a guy, you know, you're going to know yeah, here it comes. Yeah. Right. But it's, yeah, but it's like this here it comes feeling. And if you pay attention to the sensations, so like you can actually sort of feel that like, that's the moment when like your body is transporting mm-hmm. the sperm cells into the prostate. Yes. Yes. Did you, did you were aware of that? Oh, but that's like what you're actually, feeling. No, I did not know that. Okay. Well, I there thought that they, okay. I thought that they were transported to the prostate. And so, you know, some, some pre-fueling process. And then no, they, because they need to just, hung no, out because they, they get, because the they whole, get, they get transported in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole reason why you have these nuts swinging around is to keep them at a lower temperature oh, than your body right. temperature, which you then right, thwart right, if right. you wear like a uh, jockey shorts or whatever. Tidy like whiteies, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but the, um. but yeah, like, so, so then it's like, well, when does your body transport it? You could say, well, does it transport it like. Uh, you know, right when you get an erection, it's like, well, that would be kind of weird. Then there'd be all these sperm in the prostate that would be dying. And no, in fact, like it's like they gather in your the little tubes in your nuts, kind of next to your nuts. You can feel them there. There's these little uh, tubules. They gather in there during the arousal process, which is part of the reason I think why you get blue balls because like basically there's this stuff that like moved, but then it didn't yeah. get to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then. But that there, yeah, there's the actual transport mechanism that happens during that moment of orgasmic blast ability, and so you can actually feel that. And so maybe from now on, you will be like, "Oh, there, there they go." Okay, so the so the jet fuel, which is the uh, which is the uh, the seminal fluid in this case, mixes. That's with already the, uh, in the prostate. Yeah, exactly. Mixes with the semen. Does the semen? Or sorry, the mixes sperm, with the with, with the sperm. The sperm. Yeah. Does the sperm? I mean, the sperm has to be in some sort of something as well i guess it's it's some other fluid yeah maybe it gets, sure. maybe it gets that's, translated okay that's that's, that's a little that's detail i don't have this conversation I, right and actually now that i think about it like i wonder if i don't think that feeling changes at all after a, a vasectomy and i think the reason why is because the feeling actually of course is just like muscles contracting right to right. the stuff like the muscles are still going to contract it's just that the in the fact that the fluid is no longer flowing it doesn't matter right it's okay like you didn't feel that anyway okay all right so the, the reason why i started this anatomy lesson is Okay, in in the tube that goes from the prostate to the urethra, where does that connect? Does that connect on the outside of the shaft or internal to the shaft of the penis? So the urethra goes sort of through the middle of the prostate, and that's important because old oh, dudes, uh, that's why they stop being. There's you know all those TV shows where they're basically like, hey, you need a road ads, not shows. I don't watch shows about this. Ads where they're like, hey, you need a roto rooter for your prostate when you're like seventy years old because you mm-hmm. like can't get all your piss out. That's mm-hmm. why, because the prostate enlarges for some reason, um, probably probably something that amounts to cancer, right? It's like you're you're getting the prostate. There's a lot of prostate cancer. I think everybody gets prostate cancer by a certain age, like you know, pretty much endemic. Once yep. you're like eighty or ninety years old, anyway. So it enlarges and that cuts off the flow into the urethra. Okay. Okay. But then, okay, like somehow a cock ring for your urethra. Right. So somehow the semen gets into the urethra and then goes the rest of the way through the shaft of penis. Okay. The reason why I was asking this is 
when I wore a cock ring, it sort of felt like there was a little bit of restriction on the bottom of my shaft, but I think I was just mostly, and and I imagined that there was some some tube or something that was getting pinched by the cock ring itself. But it sounds like that actually is not the case. Well, that makes I mean, sense. No, my subjective we, we, experience, yeah. my subjective experience of feeling a little bit of pinching is is real, but my reason, the model that I had in my mind for why that was happening was wrong. Look, I mean, uh, in one of my many perusals, do you know what the word peruse means, by the way? Uh, I don't know. It means to to look at lightly. It's something between skimming yeah. and reading. It means the opposite of that. It means to look okay. at thoroughly. Oh, really? Uh, I learned this from my kids' vocabulary that's lesson. Not how it's it's used, a, that's not how it's used colloquially. That's what everybody says, and I agree. It's I think it's a word that's in the process of changing. But anyway, so in, in my perusal, and you can take from that what you want, of various like sex things, one of the things you encounter is people saying, well, don't. Let's say that you were like a young man and you're like, well, every time I beat off, like this nut pop squirts out. So what I'll do instead is I'll just squeeze my penis so the nut doesn't come out. Okay. Kind of clever, right? Yeah. It's like you think you've discovered something. You're like, and then you can later just piss it out or something. Yeah. They say don't do that. And the reason why, can you think of why? Uh, maybe that material is not meant to collect anywhere and it could cause uh, an infection so the, or something. That's that's a good thought. Maybe people are shouting at their radios right now with the answer is the, the, <laughs> the thing that people say on the internet is that, and this can happen, is you can get what's called retrograde ejaculation where the valve that stops the stuff from squirting into your bladder gets messed up and now you start oh, ejaculating God. into your bladder. Oh. And apparently there are people that like, you know, basically give themselves this syndrome by like death gripping their cock yeah. at the moment of ejaculation to not have anything come out. Um, I think I have before. That's an experiment tried. I have. I mean, I've been, you know, it's been beyond the moment of blast off and then really, 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 really wanted to stop myself and tried. And it's, you know, it's like a, it's like a a half aborted takeoff. Like it's not great. My orgasm after that one is also lame. Uh, I I sort of have like this weird combination of blue balls and, you know, an orgasm having had happen, but I don't have like it's like a partial chemical release in the brain. Like, yeah, whatever. It's not good. I've, I've done it, but not, I really don't want to because yeah, it's not what my body wants to do. If you can find just the right amount to squeeze, to squeeze your organ, you can, it's like when you put your finger over the end of a hose, I imagine. <laughs> I could shoot it to 30 meters across the, across the football field. I think so. I think that's possible. I haven't gotten there yet. Something to aspire to. No. Um, okay. I think we have time for one more topic. This one, this one was a little interesting. This one is less about sex and more about emotions. So we'll we'll see how we, how we do with this. Uh, this person says, my boyfriend had a hurtful reaction when I surprised him with a nude. I decided to surprise my boyfriend with a nude for the first time and his reaction sucked and was really hurtful. Who was the nude of? (laughs) He, he replied, please don't send stuff like this. When I told him his reply was hurtful, he didn't say anything. He then later tried to initiate sex when I didn't want to. He was momentarily confused until he realized that I was still upset about his reaction. I told him he made me feel unsexy and that he should have at least been nice about it. He said, you shouldn't have just sent it to me. And when I told him other guys would have been grateful to receive a pic like that, he said, I'm aware some other men don't have boundaries for themselves. Ooh, ooh, cuts deep. I don't know what to do. I thought this was going to be something fun and sexy, but it's instead had the opposite effect. Advice or thoughts? He's like, look, honey, <laughs> uh, 
if I'm getting a nut off, I can tolerate the way you look, but I don't want to see that the rest of the time. It's because she's not attractive, right? That is the mic reading of this. Yes, that's possible. Yep. Maybe he was at work, Mike. Yeah. So, so one time I was, uh, we, during the pandemic, I mean, we have this thing where like everything's, you know, via video conference now, Mm -hmm. whatever the video conference software is, but I I was in it, I was in a meeting with someone and, um, he was, uh, sharing his screen. Oh no. And it didn't occur to me that like, if I sent him, you know, uh, the Apple, speak of the devil there's the apple ecosystem there but the apple (laughs) ecosystem like reflects everything right so if i send you an oh you don't use you have a the poor man phone the android but for those of us in the sort of the the high end uh spectrum the top 67 percent, as it were uh we we uh you know if i send you a text on an iphone it shows up on your mac or whatever on your ipad wherever you're at and so anyway i sent this guy a text and the text was I'm sorry. It was, I'm sorry you have to do this because the presentation he was giving, I was like, man, this sucks that you're having to give this presentation. And so then on his screen (laughs) popped up a thing. It didn't have my name, just my phone number. Oh, that's good. I'm sorry you have to do this. Uh, And I was like, man, that's not great. Now, if instead it had been just like kind of like a not very attractive woman naked spreading her legs. Mm-hmm. And not spreading them in the good way where it's like she's doing the splits or some gymnastic ability. It's just spreading them slightly mm-hmm. in the middle of a meeting. That would be pretty bad. You'd be like, oh. Yeah. So look, there's if a she course- was hot, everybody would be like, oh, legit. This is good. Right. Right. Good job, man. There I are, thought. of course, circumstances when you don't want to receive a nude, right? You're You're sharing photos with your mother and, you know, somebody- text you a nude that would that would be bad timing right or, or work or, or whatever but it sounds like i mean we're left to guess because we don't know the details of the situation but he says i'm aware some other men don't have boundaries for themselves what what does that what does that imply it implies that she's not very attractive yeah but mike uh, <laughs> presume for a moment that he's not lying that that he what he, he is attracted to her, but there's some boundary he has where he doesn't want her sending yeah. you. It's like, what would that boundary it's because, even be? Yeah, it's because like she's based. It's the Madonna horror thing. She's based. It's like he's like, look, when we're in the bedroom, like I want you to choke right. on my cock and guzzle my cum, right. but like outside of there, I want you to be sort of yeah, prim and proper. And so basically, right. she yeah, she she like turned herself into basically a stripper uh, right. outside the bedroom, and he doesn't like that. And I think that's like kind of. For better or worse, uh, for women, it's this is kind of like a normal male behavior to like not want. It's like it's because it's going into like the public sphere, and so from in his brain, it's as if it's as if like she's showing her nude body to everyone, and he's like, no, no, that's just for me. Right? Uh, he did. Sh- she did. She did show it to engineers at. Uh, I assume they're using an iPhone, so engineers at Apple probably right. have seen because everything is unencrypted. Picture, mm-hmm. of course. Um. This is, yeah, but it's hard for me to think about this question now because I'm sitting here thinking about like ways to weaponize dick pics in business meetings. Like, like you could create a Google voice account and dick pic. Like, let's say there's a woman that you want to get fired or something presenting at a meeting and you dick pick her, dick pick her. Mm-hmm. And then if it pops up on her screen, she's got this big dick on her screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, the, 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 the first response to this was, you know, 
imagine how you would feel about receiving an unsolicited dick pic and you imagine that you know crossing some boundary and of, of I, that happens all the can. time to me i mean like that's just opening my uh, the opening the ymmv right. pod twitter feed it's just yeah. it's a, an amazing have a greatest number. hits gallery really it's um, an amazing number of cocks and like they're it's i don't i don't it's <laughs> dick the the whole the pictures of dicks and erect penis the male dick stuff and, and it's not gay guys i don't think is like the most amount of art created with the least amount of audience in the history of mankind. It's like somebody going deep in a cave and like drawing huh. like a picture and then just like filling in the cave with dirt or erasing. Right. It's like that. Like these guys produce yeah, so much artistic dick and the pickery. value of, and the value of that creation. The, the volume is so high and the value is so low that there's like some massive right. waste it's, of uh, right, human like, creativity. There was, a, there was a guy, like I was just trying to, do my business. Mm-hmm. And when I say do my business, I mean extract semen from my prostate. Mm-hmm. As we all do. Or 50% and, um, of us. No, wait, sorry. We and, all do. Uh, there's, there's no sex differences. No, no. It's women Women have to extract it out of the man's. Uh, something. They have to find a guy. Oh, there you go. There guy's you go. prostate to get it out. Mm-hmm. But okay. And, and I went on to the Gone Wild Tube subreddit. And there was this video. And I didn't notice that it had a zero upvotes. And of course, on there, like, note to the wise like zero upvotes means it's a dude and it was this video of somebody ambiguous gender with just jamming things in their butt and i got like 20 seconds in i'm like this is a dude <laughs> this is definitely a guy and it was very cleverly constructed so that clothing like whatever he didn't have he didn't have butt hair or whatever that's no, always a, totally a shaved like the butt was sort of female looking and mm-hmm. then i was like this is and then I just get <laughs> you're like, hold on, I've been and had. he turns around, he's got a cock. You're like, come <laughs> on, man. And like, I mean, you sort of in that case, you sort of have to admire the handiwork, right? I mean, it's a good troll. <laughs> yeah, sort of, I don't, uh, but I don't think he was trolling. I don't think so. I don't no. think that guy was trolling. He wanted he he. There's something else at play there. He he's getting aroused. I mean, yeah. like he had. Look, who's getting trolled if you're making a video where you're jamming things up your asshole? Like who who's winning? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the making of the video does more damage than the emotional damage done by the right. video itself. Uh, okay, now, although listen, with your yeah, go ahead. Well, I have to go, but why don't you why don't you wrap us up with a thought here? Oh, I was just going to say with your newly found anal experience in the pink, mm-hmm. the pink uh, butt plug, you could buy a pink cock ring to go along with it. That was a thought I had, and then the other thought was, oh, I mean, so we can match. Yeah, you could start solicit. Yeah, you could like link them together so your dick is stuck to her butthole or something. But you could you could also start asking your girlfriend for for butthole pics. Like, just I just want to see your butthole. I could <laughs> send me some buttholes if she would oblige to that. I don't think that it would be so incongruent with <laughs> me that I think she would immediately suspect someone had stolen my phone. Have her put take a lipstick and write two arrows on her butt cheeks and like. Keith goes here and then send you a picture of her butthole that way. Cause I guess that, that would really turn you on, Ren. It's, it's less shareable. You mean if, if it's no water, watermark that way, actually the point I want to make there is if she sent you that, you might say something like, what did this guy say in this question? He said, uh, well, the she, inscrutable sentence she, he said where he was like, Oh, Oh, I'm aware some other men don't have boundaries for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. If she, if your girlfriend sent you that picture, you might reply with that. So there's the answer to the question. Right well, for every, this guy getting a nude line. was 
Yeah, exactly. For you, the line is is probably an anus with like arrows pointing at it. I don't I mean, think it's probably actually it's not even that. There's far. basically nothing anyone could do that I would respond that insensitively to. Really, even that well, it would have to be something. Yeah, but nobody I would date would ever do that, or you know, it, 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 it's hard to oh, construct so a situation where them. that's happening. It's 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 hard so to construct happened, a situation. Yeah, but yeah. Where, how would I even get to a point where they were wanting to do that? It's it's hard to imagine. Listen, I have an appointment I have to go to, so I have yeah. to go. Uh, so that's a wrap right. on episode 47 of Your Mileage May Vary. Very, very. Your Mileage May Vary is what we're called. Thanks for listening. Email us at ymmvpod at gmail.com for $10. Uh, rate and review us, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>